0: Bandwidth for the Weird Things Podcast provided by Wired Tree For sites of any size and world-class customer service, head on over to WiredTree.com.
1: Welcome to the Weird Things Podcast. I'm Andrew Main, joined by Brian Brushwood. Hello, beautiful people. Justin Robert Young.
2: Hello, hello.
1: Gentlemen, What's up? first we defamed a school potentially maybe about the kid who, you know, maybe was playing a delightful game of I'm going to put this ring on you and make you invisible or I'm going to use this ring to strangle and murder you <laughs> in a previous episode. Six of one, half dozen another. I mean, come on. Fine. Yeah, there's there's a difference between you know one person who you look out for to see where their delightful imagination goes to, and the other one you you know look to see in the newspapers in the not fun section. Um, now, continuing on in our defamation, uh, we uh, we may have maligned somebody else. Oh, great! What did we do this time?
0: Oh, is it that cry baby? I can't remember Elon who. Musk. Yeah, is that that crybaby Elon Musk? sick of us uh, criticizing. What has private travel ever done for anybody? Why, why do we stop dreaming? We're just asking questions here, Andrew. No. We'll make a cupcake. No, it's not, not Elon Musk. Huh. It, was um, it Neil deGrasse Tyson? No, not, not Neil deGrasse Carl Tyson. Carl Sagan. It was Carl Sagan. Yo, that pothead. Hey, burnout. Why don't you do something with your life?
1: Um, no, not Carl Sagan either. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are we done? Any more? Yeah, yeah.
0: Stephen Hawking? Was he pissed? Yeah, because I know he listens. Might be.
1: Might be. Again, all these people could potentially be angry with us. Let me, let me make that clear, all right?
2: Okay.
0: Is it uh, the, the guy who's uh, – is it, is it Chris Taylor, author of How Star Wars Conquered the Universe? He's too British to tell us. Hmm. Mm. Uh, was it the snakes? Are the snakes mad for how we represent them on the show? The snake union. Did they get together? I hope you hear from them first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those skin-shedding losers. Why don't you crawl into a hole where you came from, you freaks? It's, oh, wait, no, it's got to be the lava tubes? Lava tubes, they're upset. No, no. Is it the no. rape ape? As the rape ape finally filed a defamation suit against, man, I want to go back and revisit the rape ape. That was a yeah. that was a of warmer. An adventure. Uh, is it ape cavern where you did your your uh, little uh, exploration? Your your ape cave. You're getting colder. Uh, oh man, so uh, some monkey. Wait, uh, wait, you claimed to find that monkey island in um, in L.A., uh, but I can't imagine anyone from that side of things would have been upset. Um, hmm. Goblins? Goblins. No, not goblins. Well, I mean, I feel like we've exhausted the whole uh, lot of uh, possibilities here. We went from Neil deGrasse Tyson to goblins. Uh, who's upset with us?
1: Well, right there in the chat, somebody figured it out. Apparently that gorilla we accused of being drunk and disorderly and throwing a punch at a photographer may not have been. Drunk. Some scientists scoffed at the idea the gorilla was drunk from eating bamboo. Wait a minute. Um, so, so, so he, so he's
0: not drunk, or he was drunk for. So, so you. Uh, this is just slander, libel, which is the some. One you-
1: some are saying that no, it doesn't ferment like that and get you drunk. Otherwise, I get drunk from the rest of the diet. I'm not saying it's a case closed kind of thing because I've heard about different kinds of things with much, much more sugar content fermenting in the stomach. I don't know if this is true, but there are Smithsonian Magazine talks to scientists who scoffed the idea Uh-oh. the gorilla was drunk. They're defending the gorilla. So, so wait, but well, if the gorilla on. wasn't drunk, then it's just
0: an ass-jerk an ass gorilla who hits people, right? No, it's a <laughs> photographer violating his home. Mm, but but still, the the gorilla should know better Brian than to re- resort to violence. If, if if somebody barged into Brian's home, you know he would he would politely ask him to leave and then call the police. Why wasn't this gorilla calling the gorilla police <laughs> instead of taking physical uh, violence as the only and first recourse? That's my question. Uh, speaking of which, uh, that definitely was the thing that happened. Apparently, someone in our neighborhood hit five stars oh. on Grand Theft Auto. Because uh, for two hours on on Saturday night, uh, no, 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 I guess Friday night, uh, there was, no, maybe Thursday, but there was helicopters going around our neighborhood forever and ever and ever, and uh, – <laughs> and so it's so like uh it, then the phones ring and it's like this is the police department there's apparently someone who broke into four houses in your neighborhood and he said he had a gun and he's on the loose we're trying to find him so everybody stay inside and so meanwhile like i'm out in, in the back spray painting these four by eights for a, a project i'm working on with john so i'm covered in paint i'm like all right well i guess we're done for the day so we come in and so we we actually Bonnie's upset with me because I left the garage door open the entire time we're doing this project because I'm going in and out front and back. And then and she's like, well, you realize he could be in the house now. (laughs) And so we actually did a sweep of the house. I grabbed a wooden uh, uh, coat hanger bar from the closet, and we actually did a full sweep from top to bottom of the house. We finally felt okay, like safe. And so we sat down to watch House of Cards, and I realized, like, I'm in Texas, and uh, there's an actual armed gunman in my neighborhood on the loose right now. If there's ever a time to open up the gun safe, this is the time. So I open up the gun safe. I pull out a pistol-grip shotgun 12-gauge with a heat shield on it. looks like it came straight out of, of uh, uh, Half-Life. And I set it down right here and grab a couple beers, and we sit and watch um, Game of Thrones. Or, I'm sorry, House of Cards. And then, uh, and then at some point where, where you know, it's, oh, let me go get more beer. So I go downstairs and I make sure to take the shotgun with me. I walk out to the garage. I grab a couple of beers. And I'm halfway back in my house holding a shotgun and a couple of beers when I see a figure walking towards the front door. And I think oh, man, this is it. This is the moment. It's on.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: and then I see his badge in uniform, and I see him flashing the light inside and knocking politely. And then, uh, and, then <laughs> and I look down at the shotgun and the beers that I'm holding, <laughs> and I just gingerly set them, you know, just off to the side into the into the, uh, uh, the kitchen, walk up to the front, open the door, and they're like, uh, hey, man, you know, we're looking for i uh, I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah, I know, I heard. And he's like... And, and then as if it's a dramatic horror story beat, he's like, your side gate is open. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, I've been I've been doing uh, I was doing this work, this project up until I found out all this was happening. And then uh, and then I was like, you guys could go back there. I don't care. And then uh, then I closed locked the door, went upstairs and watched the rest of uh, House of Cards with body. But that was our that was our drama moments that uh, we had. Right, to- right. Two things make this a Texas story. Shotgun. Beer, yes. Uh, Well, I I prefer to think of it as a dad story. I was I was dad as hell that day. (laughs) (laughs) Right Uh, in where you live, it's just a dad story. (laughs) (laughs) Everywhere else, it is a Texas dad story. (laughs) That it's just like there is there is a, a a comfort. Uh, a, a culture comfort with guns for which it's like, well, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get wasted. I'm just having a few beers while I'm watching TV. <laughs> with a shotgun by my side. a <laughs> uh, <the> shotgun. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, well, whatever. Look, I'm not doing shots. I mean, what, I'm <laughs> <going>. <laughs> Folks, come yeah. on.
1: You know, the Texas Highway Patrol put uh, voice recorders, a number of cars to listen to, put them thousands of cars to listen to. What were the last words said before accidents? Oh, jeez. And the most frequently said phrase was, oh. "Hold my beer, watch this."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying it. I'm down. I believe it. <laughs> uh, wait, did they
1: ever find uh,
0: whatever? No, whatever, uh, but uh, but they did find uh, like somebody had a security camera that took automatic pictures in their front front uh, uh, front door. Uh, unrelatedly, my friend Colin says uh, he works for one of these you know, smart home install companies, and he had previously said, hey, I want to put you on the friends and family. Uh, you know, it'll be beta support, but we can put cameras up and have locks. And, and you know how you know, we got people coming and going at all hours. So it's like now, so we literally installed the system today, and uh, uh, later this week we'll have cameras and stuff so that I can also be that helpful citizen who has pictures of whoever is trying to break into my house.
1: And where was Sean Tilton during all of this? Uh, safely
0: far away. Yep, in a fort he made out of two dollar subs. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, I forgot what it was that 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 you said that jogged that memory. But uh, uh, we were no. talking about the gorilla police. Yeah, there and and so apparently, yeah, there uh, we have now defamed the name of this of this ape who is, I guess, was ingesting. There is not a question of whether or not he was ingesting whatever everybody thought he was ingesting. The question Bamboo. is now whether or not that. Uh, ferments into something that would have alcohol like symptoms yeah you would th- I, I guess is that is that the whole ethanol problem where it's like cellulose doesn't break down and, and turn into because uh man, this is a weird sideways way to take it, but it's like um, grass breaks down different than other uh, plant stuff as far as making uh, ethanol power alcohol
1: probably all right yeah we're outside of our influence <laughs>
0: wait, wait, wait. that was that was Ask Brian Walt, lobbing it up here it. with a shotgun it's not going to impair <laughs> your shot if no. but only you were in a state that declared independence <laughs> it technically used to be its own country it's allowed to uh, fly its flags in civil buildings as high as the US flag so only state allowed to have his own standing army. Andrew, what, what's your take on this? Do you think that we need to issue an apology? Should we issue a formal apology?
1: I, to- I mean, the gorilla's still ahead of him, but we could say that he was clearly defending his territory. He was not acting under influence. It was not a belligerent drunken act. but it was clearly a protective measure he took against this threatening photographer. That yeah. under you know weighed you know six hundred I mean, pounds less than him. I mean, look, I'm going to call it, man. This gorilla is a jerk. Is a jerk
0: gorilla. More like no. Jerk I'm saying gorilla.
1: this, gr- this gorilla's No, you know what? I'm going
0: to call it out. Uh, Look, I got a message for you, uh, Gorilla. Brian. Oh. Brian is now yeah. itching and beating his chest and, and puffing up, snorting uh, so as to show dominance over this gorilla. This is maybe more offensive than what we had said previously.
1: <laughs> All right, now we're going to get letters.
2: <laughs> like,
1: oh, jeez. That's their word, Andrew. Come on.
0: Yeah. Coco, very upset with <laughs> yes. the execution of Coco's race. Let's not go Bananas, uh, Georgia,
1: Brian. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, again, hypothetical. Some guy busts into your house with a camera and starts photographing Bonnie.
0: Uh, yeah, no, that would be a problem. I mean, I, I would be fairly severe in my, uh, <laughs> in my response. I mean, you know, depends on whether or not I'm watching House of Cards at the time. Well, I mean, like, do you, do you ask them to leave? Like, uh, is it like, hey, man, get out, or you just immediately start swinging? I mean, it depends. In this scenario, am I uh, Alec Baldwin or Sean Penn?
1: Liam Neeson. (laughs)
0: That's a few degrees of difference between the two of them. I mean, does uh, Alec Baldwin has it out for the paparazzi? He goes nuts over them all the time, too. So did Sean Penn. I mean, I guess it's been a few years since he was smashing cameras and everything. Yeah, yeah, no, it's – uh, I mean, I, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. Do you think he knows what the, uh, what the camera is
1: or? <laughs> yes. He's like, nice model camera, bro. I like the reflex lens. It's pretty cool. No, but I mean, like, do, do you think? I was he, thinking about getting one, but I got all Nikon for hipsels. So, you know, it's
0: just like, uh. Like, it's, just, it's a real cost. I already got all these lenses. <laughs> no, I guess my point is, is do you think uh, he's uh, – w- what do you suppose the ape is thinking about this person with a, with a device coming up and clickety-clacking at him?
1: There's another primate that's not part of the tribe that just crossed a line and got too close. And that's, that's the beginning and end of it. It doesn't matter what he's doing, whether he's feeding them or – Basically, it's just, sup, bro?
0: Hey, bro? Bro, what's going on? Hey, man, what the – hey, bro? 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 It's gonna be a problem here, bro. Come at me.
1: Um, is that this an accurate, program is, is that made so possible bad? by supportive listeners like
0: you. Yeah, man. Look, we bring you high minded discussions like these by any you can support us by heading over to patreon.com slash weird things. And join the Legion of 423. How many people does it take to have a Legion? Is it 300?
1: Um, I don't know. Legion of Doom didn't seem like it was really all that many people. Yeah, okay, maybe
0: I'm starting to think that they were inflating their numbers a little bit, the Legion of Doom.
1: Yeah, one more reason not to trust
0: them. <laughs> I'm gonna cancel my membership immediately. <laughs> their newsletter made it sound like they're a far bigger organization. By the way, I think the best reason why everybody needs it needs to just go ahead and toss us just a little something on there is uh is Andrew's weird list. Andrew sends out, you know, like this. This is not a podcast for Andrew. This is a lifestyle of of looking for these kinds of stories. And by and large, what happens is we just get them, me and and Brian, uh, but you can also get the stream of emails that he finds all throughout the week. If you like the Weird Things experience on Sunday, hot howdy, are you going to love it on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday when you get these little pieces of weird into your life. I like to think of them as little slices of Andrew's brain. Like this is – you know, he's got a diet of, of brain oats that he's eaten all the time. And then occasionally he throws you a sample of what he's chewing on.
1: I'll show you uh, what were some of the recent ones we've seen. I think sometimes it would be two or three a day. And, uh, you know, we talked about the NASA space probe that entered orbit around Ceres. Uh, a little bit of uh, the head of Magic Leap throwing some shade at Microsoft HoloLens. He says Microsoft HoloLens will make you sick. And uh we talked about this when Microsoft announced HoloLens that we're gonna hear from Magic Leap sooner than later. And now, wow, I didn't realize it'd be like that. Uh we found the, the lost city, discovered in the Honduran and rainforest, a monkey city of the monkey god. Um some more strikingly frightening stories about you know Virginia forced to compensate victims of forest sterilization, a bunch Oof. of different kinds of things that happen uh Quite frequently, and I'll tell you, what's pretty cool is like our open rate on these things is like fifty or sixty percent. So people are reading them, dude. Well, it's
0: it's pure content, man. It's great
1: no. stuff. But it's it just ma- mainly links. A little bit of commentary, but links. But. By the way,
0: for the record, Skills Cat in the chat points out that a legion is three to six thousand troops in the Roman army. So we not have, always,
1: though. They had some legions that were like a thousand or less. We primarily. we
0: have a battalion, is what Skills Cat tells us.
1: Um. Yeah, but even in the Roman army, the legion wasn't a hard and fast thing. And then you can have a legion of, you know, you know demons.
0: Uh, yeah, man. Uh, You'd you think demons could count.
1: Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, the Roman legion started to decline in size with the age of the Roman Empire. It's hard to maintain a lot of those troops. Anyhow, gentlemen. What's A crime of the crime. Wait, a crime? A crime? A crime has occurred. The fudge, get over here.
0: We got, we got a case. Spiro, like I, 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 I don't. I, I don't think we're even assigned together anymore. Uh, like listen, literally, just show up at my house and start yelling that there's. I'm not a police officer. I, I, I work at a at a dock, uh, uh, uh rigging boats. Listen to fudge. Uh, I'm not even on the force anymore. I left the force because you were so insist it listen the fudge you're a human doing not a human being come on man you got you life can't happen to you you gotta happen to life we gotta lead we got one uh einstein said that come on man let's go out and solve some mysteries bring back the good old days we'll wear those bicycle shorts again here i brought yours just if i do one more then I never hear from you again. Uh, Ah, your words, not mine. But, yeah, I heard as far as as four words. I am making the... I will go on this mission, but I need you to never contact me, never come to my house, and certainly never insinuate that I am a a crime-fighting duo with you. (laughs) You are an overbearing, mentally handicapped person. Uh, Listen, I gotta be honest. I heard you loud and clear. You're in. Andrew will
1: take the case. Fantastic. Gentlemen, we're going to go on over to South Carolina. And, uh, um, um, you know, uh, I could, like, spoon-feed you guys everything.
0: No, no, no. It's South Carolina. Are we going to more of the city? I got the map out, and we're driving
1: there. We're on oh, I-20. Gaffney, South Carolina. Gaffney, South
0: Carolina. Uh, no, it's not Gaffney. That's oh, that's okay.
1: Where Frank Underwood's from? Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, how y'all doing? Uh, yeah, if you got you, you guys are the investigators. That's fantastic. Uh, well, that's great. We're here to investigate. Well, I assume this is a rural area.
0: Yeah. Rural. <laughs> all right. Hey, let, let's just uh, listen. I, I, I'm going to try and make Lay it back on all. the last flight uh, out of town. So let's snip, snap this one up. Uh, number one, where you got the snake problem? <laughs> you heard the man where's the snakes tell us what the snake problem is snakes here uh, uh, look we get this all the time they're snake denialists they freak out they blame it on anyone but the snake let's skip to the snake what's the problem and we'll explain it
1: there are no snakes here
0: uh, okay all right so what's what's your problem you're all the ones who came to me <laughs> uh, okay, so do you have anything odd happening here in, in Gaffney, South Carolina? <laughs> Murder. Yeah.
1: Murder most foul.
0: That, that wouldn't have gone into what's wrong that I asked you earlier.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you meant personally. <laughs> oh. Oh, all right,
0: fine. Uh, who's murdered and how, uh, and, and how were they found? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm the
1: investigator now. I'm supposed to do all your work for you. Where is the murdered person? There's got to be a
0: body, right? Come on, let's uh, show us the body, and uh, they're we'll, over there. Okay, we walk over to the body, uh, we uncover it. We make inappropriate jokes about it. No, we don't. You make inappropriate oh, jokes. I, I am very clearly uh, not saying anything back. I, mean, I, I, I make inappropriate jokes about the body's size, gender, uh, religion, and uh, ethnicity. By the way, what are the size, gender, eth- ethnicity, and, and uh, uh, whatever?
1: About a foot tall, uh, probably all female. Ethnicity, mm, probably animist, maybe. Okay, hold on. Uh,
0: The Fudge, get over here. I'm beginning to think there's something unusual about this case. Now, I don't always get this feeling, but. I don't know what it is, why you are attracted to these kinds of cases, but for for the last five years, I've been dragged around (laughs) the world to deal with this, and I am frankly sick of it. We're going to knock this one out, okay? Sure, sure. No screwing around. No you showing your thong to strangers. No overt gay innuendo about how we're in a relationship. We're just going to knock this out, okay? Got it. You and me. Uh, uh, Punch it in. Punch it in. Come on. Come on. Punch it in. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Got it. Uh, Hey, mister. What's your name? Clyde. Clyde? You mean to tell me, you're going to look me in the eye and say this is a human being over here? I don't think it's a female. I don't I think it's a human being.
1: I would say you're quite observant.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because what we're looking at is some kind of animal here, if I'm
1: not mistaken. Boy, you guys are the best. <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Uh, what, what, so look, glad we called you in from out of state. All right, look, the- I'm, I'm uh, holding
0: up on my uh, iPhone. What part of the state
1: are we in? Actually, it's happened at multiple locations. There's multiple murders.
0: <laughs> uh, which is 300,000 to be specific. 100,000? 300,000. 300,000 sounds like 100,000. Hold on. Uh, uh, the fudge. I think yeah. we may be on to a serial case here. I think we're looking at more than one. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> 300,000 is technically considered more than one. Thank Uh, you for cracking that code, Spiro. I mean, I I, I think we might want to call the UN War Tribes Ah. Tribunal. Tribes? (laughs) Like there's like somebody is uh, conducting the meetings in a mask? No, no. Like uh, you know, that's that's their slang. They're hanging around. They're like, well, we're with the War Tribunal. We call War Tribes. Have been murdered. uh, When when did this chicken murder begin?
1: A few weeks ago. um, Past two weeks. It's 16 different chicken houses. We have over 300,000 chickens dead. Uh, like, was there any sign that they were
0: uh, sick? There was some sort of, of illness that, that could have killed all of them, a plague yeah, the sign something.
1: was that they were dead.
0: <laughs> but but, but there did, what, was there was, any kind of strange behavior before they all died in unison?
1: Yeah, they were singing Coldplay songs, things like that, dancing in the unison. No, they're just one day they're chickens, they're fine, the next day they're dead. They're not a complicated animal uh they, uh
0: the fudge you realize this means biological warfare this it, is a wmd uh, it in fact the does WMD. not mean biological i don't think that somebody is is uh specifically gassing uh, chickens with, with some sort of, of chemical agent. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, a chicken gets a letter. There's some white powder all over it and it starts to peck at it. And next thing you know, you got three. Don't get mail, Spiro. There's no chicken post office. There's no chicken mailboxes. There's no chicken mail people. Hmm. All right. I mean, there's, there's female. people Chicken. No, they don't get email either. Shut up. <laughs> uh, all right, sir. Uh, have you ever had an instance like this before, or is this the first time that you've had this many chickens die at the same time?
1: This would be the first time we've ever seen this many chickens die.
0: And Is there any mark on the body, or are they just dead as if they were dead uh, from illness? Also, Clyde, are, are there a lot of bees around? Because I was watching some late 70s movies about bees, Africanized bees moving in. Taken over. I don't know if that's a thing here, but could could it be that they all got stung by bees and died? One stupid question at a time.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: All right. Uh, Are there any marks on them? Uh, Any marks on the bodies? No, no, no. (laughs) Are there any stupid bees
1: or something? (laughs) No, no, no. Dumbest Uh, thing I uh, ever heard. Dumbest thing. And I work at a chicken farm, and that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard.
0: All right, Clyde. You <laughs> want to know what? I'm tired of your attitude, too. You're, you're a, real, uh, a, real, a real jerk. Whoa, for some whoa. Food. The fudge. The fudge. You got to cool it back, man. They're going to kick us off the force. You keep talking that way. I'm we not. I don't work at the police anymore. I retired. <laughs> All the more reason to be pro about this. Come on. I'm sorry for my partner. He, uh, uh, he lost his job a while ago. Quit my job. I'm not his partner. I mean, he's not there at the job anymore. I mean, I certainly don't see him at the office. Uh, did you guys switch their food at any point? No. no wait, wait. So what? What? What do they eat?
1: What do they eat? Yeah. Chicken food. Chick Chick. Chicken feed. Got it.
0: So would it be possible <laughs> that Our there was Steakhouse. maybe
1: house? Well, bloomin' onions. It's their favorite. Yeah. They love them. We just cook them up all the time for them. <laughs> You're a real smart ass for a chicken farmer
0: in Nowhere'sville, South Carolina, sir. Uh, has there has there been any unusual weather here lately? All right, well, I don't know what we're leaving this char- chicken chicken farmer. We're going to another chicken farmer who also had their chickens dead. Okay, all right. We have we go to a more genteel chicken farm. Wait a minute. Very uh, nice question. Sp- there's meadows, and we meet a far nicer chicken <laughs> farmer. Hey, Clyde, Look, Cl- sir, what's your name?
1: Are you all the dumbasses? My brother Clyde told me about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Clyde's brother. Uh, here we have a theory. We've been discussing it on the drive over, and we think you have chicken parasites.
2: <laughs>
1: no, no, no. Chi- we we cut open the chicken. No chicken parasites.
0: Yeah, well, you could say that, but I still I think it's parasites.
1: Hold on. Let me go get my chicken parasite expert from MIT. Okay. Uh, Hi, guys. Uh, No chicken parasites. It's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Typical. (laughs) That last part seems unnecessary. (laughs) Typical liberal agenda.
0: You're ivory tower elitists. (laughs) I don't believe it, man. Some call me a chicken parasite denier, but I'm not. Uh, You know, uh, uh, Spiro, I feel like uh, we might be (laughs) at
1: the end of our rope here. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
1: Gentlemen, you're here to investigate a murder. What does that imply? That somebody died? Kill. One at a time. Oh, there- that some, somebody did
0: this to them. There is intent. Somebody killed. Somebody did this to the chickens.
1: All right. You've just passed COP 101. <laughs> 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 when, there's a, when you're looking for a killer, that implies two things. Somebody done been killed and somebody done the killing. All right. Well, so, so, murder uh, same thing. Somebody done been murdered, then somebody murdered them.
0: So, does that mean that there's motive? I, I, oh, wait, was it poison? Did somebody poison the chicken feed? No. Oh, but that was good. That would have had like a motive and a method.
1: What Uh, was the motive? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, was it animal activism? Okay, we're going to set motive aside for the moment right now cuz we 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 have theory on that. We only have conjecture. But we have a method. I want you guys to figure out the method. So it's not
0: poison, it's not parasites, it's not biological warfare. Oh, a quarter of a million chickens are murdered,
1: screaming, clucking for justice.
0: I swear to God, if all this is just, you know, a, a screed against Kentucky fried chicken, I'm going to I'm going to be mad. <laughs> if this
1: is <laughs> finger looking good.
0: All right. Um, so I assume all these chickens are no longer good for, uh, for, for their meat. Like, uh, nobody's eaten these chickens because—
1: no, no, Nobody's going to eat them now. Now. No, I mean, you don't, you don't start scooping thousands of dead chickens up off the floor— and then just more than the fact. I mean, you no, should. No,
0: I, I mean, but, but it, it does give us an important clue as to how they were ruined in
1: some way. So, no, uh, I think that if you find a chicken that's been dead for several hours or whatever, and you've got three hundred thousand chickens in a processing plant, you don't. It would just be bad. It's just. I know you're in Texas, yeah. and roadkill is yeah. a thing.
0: Man, I uh, the fudge. I I, I got to tell you, I'm I'm out of ideas here. I mean, I only know three ways to kill chickens. Well, I mean, it would be something that was intentional because it happened at multiple sites. It's, a, it's something that is fairly widespread and, and ingestible. So, I mean, maybe it is a gassing thing or something like that. <sighs> I mean, is gas we're, we're, involved? Clyde's in, each, uh, in each place, in each location, were all of the chickens dead or, or just a large portion of them? Like
1: all of them, apparently. Man,
0: man. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Uh, could, it, could it be a suffocation? Were the, were the chickens suffocated? N- no. Was somebody choking these chickens?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> a cereal chicken choker. They found little belts around their necks.
0: That was so adorbs. Uh, man. All right. So somebody killed them. It's not poison. It's not. It, is it gassing? Did they? No. Did they no well, the he, he was coy on the gassing question. Like maybe not intentionally. Let get, me like... not
1: be coy. No. Okay. All right. So is that a
0: hard no or a soft <laughs> no? I mean, is there a little wiggle room there? We're just trying to figure it out. Uh, is it a gunfight? Maybe between <laughs> these chickens. They all
1: they get these little tiny pistols. How <laughs> many? One how many
0: ways to another? And and uh, uh, the bees thing didn't go over very well. So I'm going to say not a parasite. Not a. a uh, uh, well, not- somebody killed him. So, I mean, yeah. you, would, you would assume that it was somebody, uh, it, would, it was a, a human plot to kill a bunch of chickens. Dude, uh, could, could – uh, w- w- was there a detonation? I know that you could kill some things by, you know, having like a compression shockwave all at once, but that seems like a an explosion, weird
1: Brian. I've never heard of that killing.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. I'm aware you can kill living things with explosions. <laughs> I'm not familiar with the
1: science. So, why do you use metal like lead to kill people? I'm trying to remember what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
0: I'm out of guesses, man. I, I if it, if it's not poison, it's not gas. The the chickens aren't marked. It's in multiple locations. It was over the span of a, sh- a very short span of time, right? Like they were just alive one day and then they were dead the next. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, man. I, I I'm trying real hard to get away from parasites, but obviously that keeps creeping up on me. Some kind of environmental like, no, toxin. It, envir- it, 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 but, again, that's poison, and he said no, not poison. Did, I mean, like, did they – was there some kind of food tampering? Like was it like they put like metal, you know, things that would like kill the chickens from the inside in the food?
1: No. <sighs> yeah, we got
0: a we locked room mystery Was it, was it mystery a Mentos here? and Diet Coke? It's a
1: really good locked room mystery. I'll put it – I mean it's a really good locked room mystery. It's technically a locked room mystery.
0: Um, man. This I was always bad at locked room mysteries. Oh, all right. uh, uh, listen! I'm getting a a, a brilliant strike of, uh, of of inspiration here. Wrong. Did they close the ventilation Wrong. so they all suffocated? Yeah, no. We oh. I, I proposed suffocated earlier, and no, so we, we got nothing. No, not
1: correct. Um, well, it's what you get for going to the and chat then,
0: room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. What are all the vectors? Um. Oh wait, no. I mean, you could, like, I'm thinking of Locked Room Mysteries. This this is how far down the rabbit hole I'm going. I'm picturing, like, intentionally taking a giant X-ray gun and blasting it into <laughs> a chicken coop <laughs> to, to, to fry the chickens.
1: Like Walter uh, White with the... Uh,
0: yeah, with the electromagnet, right? Uh, no, no, that's dumb. Always that's like a block dumb. of ice in a Locked Room Mystery, right? There's always a block of ice somehow involved. Yeah. Oh, man. So okay, we've eliminated all biological vectors, and it's nothing that hits their body. I mean, I, what, Andrew, tell me, tell me if we're over, over over generalizing. Like, I'm assuming it's not a biological vector at all. Is that correct?
1: No, not a biological, like, meaning like an agent, like a bacterium or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, no, yeah, that yeah, is yeah, not yeah, it. correct.
0: And 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 we said no gas or suffocation. Nope. Um, uh, are are they genetically modified chickens that were bad? Like uh, no, but but that wouldn't imply intentionality. Was it video games? Were they all playing video games <laughs> violent, and they got violent, video violent video with games? each other? <laughs> was exactly. it was it gang gang violence?
1: <laughs> Listening the to rap music. <laughs> <laughs> that it? You ready? You ready for this? Yeah, dude. I I think we're going out on bottom. So if you talked to one of the workers, if you asked like the person who first discovered what did they notice that day, just hypothetically if you'd asked that, you know, um, they would have said that employee at one of the farms described the scene when he showed up in the morning. He noticed a large amount of steam coming from the sides and the roofs of the chicken houses when he arrived at work at 7 a.m. He immediately knew something was wrong. He said it was like a sheet of white, almost like snow that wasn't moving. The ventilation was shut off and the temperature inside the house was turned up to 115 degrees
0: Oh my god they 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 heat stroked them all are you somebody hacked me? into
1: the system maybe a former employee and adjusted the, the climate control systems to heat the chickens to 115 degrees and for the baby chicks turned off the heat
0: yeah that's a mass murder
1: so wow I feel like we pretty much got it. I Failed it, guys. I'm
0: amazed. I'm amazed. How I'll you tell you what, that. man. It's as good as we ever were. Still at the top of our game, the fudge. Hope I never see you again. Bye. <laughs> see you next week. No, no, not next week. Never. I'm never seeing you again. There's always people dying, game. and we'll always keep doing the right thing. I, I'm not. I'm fired from my job because I had to leave and and go chase this. Chicken mystery with you that we didn't even solve. Oh, right. It hurts in a box of my life. I hate you. Bye. By the way, I bought us business cards. Here, take, take a few. Uh, I don't you, want them. Uh, just leave them with the dead chickens. They're they are worth less to me than these dead chickens that we are currently up to our knees in. But if you got it, it's advertising. You, if you don't, uh, How are they going to note a call if they... Uh, I'll just lay them on these chickens. Maybe some people will find them and have a mystery. Bye! I'm leaving! <laughs>
1: uh... Gentlemen, yeah. I have a video for you. Oh, geez. And uh, you gonna you gonna email that over? Yeah, I'll email it to you here. Um, I've not watched this yet. We need to make a decision call on this thing. As you guys cover for my pause here with witty banter. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, uh, you know, that's the crazy thing about those chickens is that they were alive, Brian. Right? <laughs> yeah, but then they, they turned out to be dead. And it turns out they they're not cooked either. It's just, uh, you know, you know, a friend of mine used to say, uh, the only "Good chicken's a dead chicken." But uh, that's funny because I used to hear that chicken is good for uh, diseases. If you have a like, for example, um, a soul, they can fix that up with uh, some chicken soup. Sailors used to say, "Chicken in the morning, sailors at warning. Chicken at night, chicken delight."
1: I was <laughs> clicking on the uh, the link. It was built into the uh, YouTube, you know, here click, to save, and it just wouldn't save. It just was not saving. It's not my fault. Guys. I didn't do it.
0: Uh, you, you know, uh, several dictators kept chickens. Uh, coincidence? I think. Not. Right it's on its way. Mm. You know, my favorite part about dictators are the the chickens. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Here's the video. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, my God.
2: <laughs>
0: we got to play for the viewers at home. What are we watching? All right. Uh, so we are watching. The, this is, uh, this is a, a means what it says headline. Octopus tries to escape tank at Seattle Aquarium. And, and this is literally that. There is a big circular tank that is, uh, I would say, maybe halfway filled. Uh, that a, a octopus is crawling up out of. At the, at the start of the video, you are watching the entirely uh, out-of-the-water octopus stuck to the side of the tank that is, like, trying to flop up over the top. Well, and, and also, uh, what's funny is I think about when I use suction cups in daily life, and uh, the answer is almost never underwater in the sea, almost entirely on smooth plastic surfaces— so now you've got this—you've got this octopus. You've, it's, it's as though he's had these suction cups his whole life, and finally he understood what they were really for. By it's the way, for- look at that—a hero will rise. That—that that soccer mob just there, A jailer. uh that octopus right back over the side.
1: So. The aquarium insists he wasn't trying to escape. It's merely just exploring uh, his surroundings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man.
0: Uh, much the way prisoners like to explore the outside of the prison. By his the name way, is Ink, by since, the way. Uh, uh, not since the, uh, the, the, the Tyrannosaurus Rex uh, ran roughshod in, in uh, Jurassic Park and the banner when dinosaurs ruled the world fluttered in front of it. Uh, have we had a more telling sign? Go back to that video. Oh, yeah. the uh, In the background, you've got this thing trying to escape, and it says in the backgr- background, what does it say? See, touch, and explore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the octopus's name is Ink, by the way. Uh, dude, he's a hero to me. Um, exactly- I was in Seattle a little over a week ago, and I thought about I walked by the aquarium, I thought about going there, but I'm like, eh, they're all kind of the same. You little did I there. know.
0: You could have been there, you could have broken the story. <laughs> so now what is your because there, there's a lot of in, in the chat room was going insane there was a lot of like nope 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 like, like this is a, a big fear for people because it is very horror movie-esque like whether or not you know it is something that the, uh, the, the animal uh, was intending to do I mean certainly I don't know how much damage it would do if it got out of the tank but uh, it looks like something out of a John
1: Carpenter movie Read the first comment, Brian, on YouTube. First comment, uh, uh, you
0: mean like top voted one? Yeah, it says here the octopus probably saw <laughs> a Japanese right. schoolgirl. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a whole entire genre of of anime <laughs> based on this premise. Oh. Am I, uh,
0: well, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to take us down that rabbit hole, but uh, I think that whole genre is fascinating in that it seems to be an artifact of prohibitions in other areas. There, there, are, there are types of films that are prohibited. Uh, okay. so. Yeah,
1: that's, yeah, that's. You Anyhow, Anyhow uh, yeah, that's uh, terrifying. You're walking by, you're looking, you, you don't want the animals at the aquarium to come out at you and to escape their cages. Was it trying to explore? No, octopus, octopi. Um, are very intelligent as far as we can tell. They, they appear to be very intelligent. They're good at opening bottles, getting into things. Of course, when your survival is dependent upon you opening up clams and stuff and doing that, then yeah, you're going to have a propensity for being able to, you know, do
0: that. But well, and also, you know, they got that that mad dexterity with those with those uh, prehensile tentacles. Um, it, you know, it's sort of like a Imagine a fish that's every bit as smart as an octopus. It's like, well, yeah, if you have tentacles, you can do all kinds of clever crap. You know, me, yeah. what, what am I going to hit it with my fin? How am I going to open stuff? Let me, let me ask you this, though. Between an aviary, a zoo, and an aquarium. Aquarium's the last, I mean, like, like that's like the safest place you feel about the animals breaking out. Right. Well, yeah. Like the aviary, you know, you got a giant bubble over everything. And when you're in there, you know, you're worried the bird's going to swoop down and start clawing your head damage like like, you know, uh, they, they can they, they will come and, and screw you up a zoo. Obviously, listen, you're talking about, uh, you know, monkeys, tigers, lions like these are creatures. I mean, even even ones that we consider to be more gentle could wreck your stuff immediately. You know, an aquarium that that octopus gets out, and you just kind of run away. You're going faster than the octopus. Well, Yeah.
1: I – My fear when I go to an aquarium is you have these big, beautiful windows, you know, these big, big, huge ones that are like, they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's just the idea of if that were to break. Oh, my God.
0: I think about that all the time. You know, you're
1: walking through the tunnel looking up at the sharks and like, man, it's, it's you know, Jaws 3D all over again. And uh, one of my favorite and terrifying things is there was a uh, China. Um, there's this big, big tank on this mall, uh, uh, oh, that all of a sudden just shattered. It got too cold and just, and I'd been there in Shanghai. I was, I'd been there like a few weeks before that thing broke. And it's wow. like this big, huge, massive wall that you look in and you see fish and divers and all this. And they had a closed circuit security camera. And then one night, all of a sudden it just, the temperature difference got to the point. Things go snap, boom, breaks.
0: Uh, real quick. Spearmint Nitrate in the chat uh, sent us this link to Octopus Wrestling. The Wikipedia article says, Octopus Wrestling involves a diver grappling with a large octopus in shallow water and dragging it to the surface. An early article on Octopus Wrestling appeared in 1949 issue of Mechanics Illustrated. Holy cow. It was most popular on the West Coast in the 1960s. At that time, World Octopus Wrestling Championships were held... In Puget Sound, Washington. Oh, this could be a descendant uh, of an octopus wrestling octopus. Maybe he's just, maybe, maybe it's the equivalent of, a, of, of the octopus just looking for a fair match. He saw someone, he was like, he was like, someone, finally a challenge. And he, he's crawling out to, to have at it. And then some soccer mom just pushes him back in.
1: Could be. I remember I came across this article when I was actually doing research for the chronological man, Monster in the Mist. That's awesome. So there you have it. Was Inc. exploring his surroundings or trying to conduct a brilliant escape that just got stopped by Soccer Mom? You'd be the judge. Dude,
0: octopus versus Soccer Mom. You know, one of, the, one of the great legendary
1: battles. Well, it's that time.
0: Time for picks?
1: I say so. You yeah. say so?
0: You know what's funny is you said you be the judge. That's the perfect segue for my pick. I uh sat down and watched. I think there's only one episode out right now. And I didn't expect to love it nearly as much as I did. Um it sounds uh very simple, but it is exquisitely set up. <laughs> it's 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 exquisitely executed. Uh the uh the all of the uh all of the characters in it, uh this is a YouTube series, appeared to be barely containing their laughter. As they argue passionately for their causes, uh, I very much enjoyed watching the first episode of Nerd Court, which is modeled on, uh, on uh, what do you call it, um, uh, the you People's C- Court, right? Uh, well, here, yeah, we'll show, show just a little bit of it here.
1: Who's the better superhero, Batman or Superman.
0: The case you are about to see is real. The people are real. The grievances are real. The courtroom is fake, but it looks real. When geeks can no longer settle their differences amicably, there remains only one forum where justice can be served. This is Nerd Court. Here come our litigants now. Matt Cook is an actor, comedian, and avid video game player and comic book reader. He considers Superman to be one of his closest friends. Michael Lucid is a comedian and video maker. Michael greatly admires how Batman, the Cape crusader, has crusaded his way into all of our hearts with his noble crime-fighting skills. All rise for the presiding judge of nerd court, the Honorable Malcolm Barrett.
1: All right, so anyway. You may be seated. It's like, like 14 minutes long? Cool, yeah. that's worth I would recommend people check that out. looks fun. looks like a great premise.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I, I was looking on Twitter last night, and Gary Witta said to me, I humbly suggest you, you know, watch this if you have nothing to do on your Saturday night. And as someone who had nothing to do on a Saturday night, I watched it, and I was like, hey, man, that was great. Thanks for that. Are you involved at all? And it turns out he's an uh, executive producer and writer of it. Uh, so, yeah.
1: Very cool. Nerd My court. pick. I just finished reading this. What, what is it, Hooked? Hooked, do you read it yet, Brian? No, what is this? You're usually way ahead of me on all this stuff. Yeah. Hooked is the how to build habit-forming products, and it's all about how we get engaged in stuff. I'll read from the preface. How do successful companies create products people can't put down? And this applies to everything, okay? Why do some products capture widespread attention while others flop? What makes us engage with certain products out of sheer habit? Is there a pattern underlying how technologies hook us? This is a really, I enjoyed this very much. It's a very popular book. It's been doing really well, but it, it approaches a lot of stuff with data, gets into, you know, what made, why did Pinterest become successful? Why did Instagram work? Why did other things not work? You know, wh- why was the formula for group, Groupon good initially, but then problematic later on? It has a, a lot of just really good research into how we get engaged by things. They show the evolution of the Twitter main page. Of going from where it started, where it was super textual, then it evolved a little bit more to try to be simplified. And then they went to deciding to, you know, maybe we should describe Twitter in 140 characters or less. So,
0: holy cow, I just realized that uh, I bought it and apparently got two hours into it and for some reason got distracted. So, this is next on my list.
1: Yeah, I, I'm, yeah, this is a Brian book all through and through. Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, Hooked by Near Yale with Ryan Hoover. Highly recommended if you have an interest in. Our engagement. They do a lot of stuff. Talk about a lot of you know different research. How we, how you, the different steps to getting people hooked to the point of like where you attract their interest, when you start getting to pull into when people get invested in doing things and why they stay with stuff. They talk about you know one of the problems the MySpace had was MySpace had people go through several screens you know every time you wanted to log on because they're trying to throw more advertising at you, which you just sort of went well I don't need to go there. Where Facebook took the opposite approach, where Facebook said, oh, we'll keep you always logged in if we can. And then we'll allow you to use a Facebook logon to log into other places, which made it super easy because other websites were like, great. Now I don't even have to have people sign up. They're just logged in through Facebook. So highly recommend.
0: Uh, along those lines, and I, I want to give it a quick plug now because I suspect next week I'll be on to something else. But, um, but somebody recommended me how to fly a horse. It's about the nature of creative thinking. Have you, have you read anything on that?
1: I listened to the first three minutes of it last night and I wasn't sure if I wanted to I listened to a little bit of the summary of it, but you if you recommend it, I've been I was I was hovering over the I'm, I'm liking
0: it a lot in that it's uh, it's very grounded. It says that uh, I love its thesis. Um, you know, it's it's the kind of thesis I would like to think is true, and I sus- and I suspect he's going to make a very strong case for it. The idea that creative thinking is just thinking, and it's something that everyone does, and uh, if we look at it after the fact and say, "Oh, that was really creative thinking," that's kind of nonsense because it's uh, you're you're, you're uh, attributing the result to the mechanism to get you there, and it it's some amazing uh, uh, case studies about, uh, where they follow people who allegedly have, you know, exceptional creative insights or whatever, but then you watch their career over 50 years and it turns out that they're no more likely to have significant contributions to society, uh, in a creative way than, than other folks.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm a person that like, I certainly have relied upon having to create things for a living and try to come up with new stuff. But to me, there's never been a mystery about it. And, and I've heard – I remember once Jerry Seinfeld said something which I disagreed with, although he's vastly more successful than me, about like, well, what's funny or whatever? And he's like, oh, you can't break these things down or whatever. I'm like, well, that's great to say if you're Seinfeld, you know, but if you're not, maybe some of us have to understand and break these things down to figure out what works and what doesn't. And when it comes to creativity or stories, like – I have a process, you know, I ask a question and then if the question is going to be interesting to enough people, then I expand upon it. And, and so I'm, I'm a big believer. Yeah. It's not this mystical, magical thing. I think that sometimes you, some brains are trained, more towards these things, I'm always thinking up story ideas. I'm driving in my car. I'm always thinking these things up, not because I'm forcing myself it's just the way that I work, but I think that a lot of people who do the same things I do would have similar results.
0: Well, the, the myth of the special creative person obviously has a, a there's a kind of a profit motive why, why some people would want to propagate that myth because they want to believe or they, they, they derive a benefit from being perceived as being special in that regard. Well, I do uh, think that like, you know, some of the best athletes don't make good coaches because, you know, you, you can't teach what they know. They know how to tap into the thing that they do and they don't necessarily know how to explain it to somebody who doesn't have the same innate talent level that, that they have. I think that there, there are many ways to get to high creative productivity. And, uh, just like, you know, there's a lot of ways that you can become, uh, you know, highly proficient in, in other, in other ways of doing stuff. But I think, you know, if no matter what, there's always ways that you can hone what you have to be better at what you do, you know? And I think it's, it's always, it seems kind of like a false, I agree with Andrew. Like it seems like a false premise to, to just be like, Oh, well yeah, but you always do this and you always do, you know, like you, you can't break certain stuff down. It's like, I don't know.
1: maybe I say we, uh, we'll use that as a lead in for after things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, uh, there's lots of good stuff. There's uh, uh, a, well, we'll talk about it in after things. Uh, my pick is uh the twenty fourteen uh best picture award winner birdman uh, really? Brian you just watched this right i did i did just just recently um it uh, uh I, I i managed to go spoiler free like literally having no idea what it was about uh, except that I had michael keaton in it uh and um uh, unfortunately, the one bit of knowledge that I did have distracted me the entire time watching it because I kept seeing everything through the lens of knowing that it won Best Picture. And that, you know, I- I'm not going to say it ruined my my enjoyment of it, but it certainly affected... Wait, it won
1: Best Picture? Spoiler alert, Brian. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, but but it just, you know, it certainly distracted me because the first thing I noticed is, oh, well, of course it won Best Picture because it's about how hard and important <laughs> acting is. Acting. Three out of four best pictures agree that if you want to get a best picture, it should cast actors in a positive light. Well, yeah. I mean, it certainly, it is. My, my spoiler free review is that if, if you want a general theme, it is Los Angeles show business shoving its head up New York show business's butt, and, uh, in the most entertaining and, uh, you know, chaotic way possible. It's, I think it is exceptional if if you care. I mean, because really, uh, although that is the the subject matter is is acting and writing and and you know what theatricality, <clears throat> you know how to do good theatricality. Really, uh, the cinematography and the direction is amazing. Everybody gives great performances. It, it's really fun and it's not that long. You know, I think it is. I think there's there's probably a, a reason why it. And I haven't seen uh, Boyhood, but. Uh, Boyhood seems by any all all reviews to be an extraordinarily impressive work that might get a little tedious at at times. And sometimes the acting isn't quite everything that it could be, and the storytelling isn't everything that it could be. Um, Where Birdman is not a complicated story, uh, but it is, you know, it's got a lot of flourishes to it. It's incredibly technologically, uh, you know, interesting. And it's one of those things where even if you know in general how stuff is done, there are enough points when you like, like a good magic trick. You just kind of get lost in it, and you're like, "Oh, well, I guess they probably did this thing back there that makes it seem like it's seamless right here." But uh, it's it's amazing. It's it's great. I yeah, uh, uh, there, there, there's uh, Lau Roman in the chat is saying that uh, he or she didn't like the the fake one take stuff. Uh, I loved it thematically, regardless of of whether or not you know it read as fake to you. Uh, thematically it made sense because when you see a play, you sit there, the audience stays static, and all the actors move in, set pieces move in, they do the scene, and then you are taken away to another scene with the actors moving and the set pieces moving. This was the movie version of that. You are It, it is crafted as a play. You watch everything in discrete scenes, and, and instead of the actors moving to you, you move to the actors and the set pieces. I thought it was really good. And you know without getting too much into it there is an element of suspended realism that kind of glosses over the entire production from literally the first shot so it's like there's there's an element of like yeah it's kind of supposed to look we're we're not supposed to believe everything that we see yeah so birdman attorney at law watching it
1: (laughs) gentlemen it's been weird